Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now, a lot of you would know by now that every second episode we have an incredible guest speaker on the podcast to share their insight, their story, their tips and tricks to living a successful and fulfilled life, not only in your emotional well-being, but in your physical well-being, in your career well-being, your financial well-being, your relationship well-being, in all areas of your life. And the man we have on this week is no exception. He's an incredible, incredible man who I met in Sydney whilst attending a training day with our business coaches, The Entourage. His name is Sturt. He's an incredible person. So Sturt's story, I I sat down with him for lunch and just hearing his story inspired me so much. You're going to get so much out of hearing his story just in terms of understanding what it takes to commit to living a life of growth, of contribution. And I think his story just embodies the idea of going all in and committing, like knowing that you're on the right track and just committing. He's the founder of an incredible company and movement. I'm not even going to call it just a company. I think it's a movement called Frequency H2O, which is officially the best tasting water in the world. Yes, it was independently tested and they came out with this being the best tasting water in the world. But I think just behind the water, there is a great social movement as well. Sturt's very passionate about making a positive impact on the well-being of men in Australia and globally. But also, I think he's got a very, very beautiful quote of uh, filling the world with love and happiness and spreading that to as many people as possible. So I'm personally incredibly excited to have him on. He is coming in from Sydney today. So we'll be doing it uh, not in studio, but trust me, he's got so much value to give. You're going to get so much out of this episode. Make sure you hang around for it. And with all that said, let's get him on the line. Hello. G'day, Declan Edwards. Mate, how are you doing? I believe it's worked and we've got you straight on. You are currently live. Oh, wow. That's amazing, isn't it? The technology is phenomenal. Once I've done pl- we figure out how to use it, it does tend to go well. <laughs> ah, I've, done pl- I've done plenty of podcasts, but none that were live. I'm feeling a little bit like insecure and nervous about that. Uh, mate, that's, that's, you know what we say, when it's an equal balance of fear and excitement, it's the right move. This is true. This is true. How are you? Mate, I'm great. I just uh, recorded a little opening, sort of briefing our listeners on who you are and how we met and why I asked you to be on the podcast and said that I was just very personally inspired by your story. And I think there's a lot of uh, good themes people are going to take from it um, moving forward in their own lives. And I'm a big believer in what you're doing. And I, I said in the intro that I wouldn't even call what you're doing with Frequency H2O, a company, I'd call it a movement that's making a massive positive impact in the world. And I'm very, very personally excited to have you here. So thank you so much for giving some of your time today to yeah, share your story and your knowledge with all our listeners. Oh, that is the, you may hear my, my skin tingle with humility. You know, it's a beautiful thing to say. It's, you, you, you're talking me up. <laughs> Mate, well, why don't you, because as I said, I've given a little brief on as much as I know and how he sort of came to me, but I do like leaving the proper introductions uh, to the expert on yourself, which is, of course, you. So, mate, I'd love if you could just uh, introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a bit about yourself and how you came to be where you are today and what you're doing at the moment. 
Wow, that's a really long you want you want, you want, uh, that's a really long kind of response. I might take over the whole podcast. I was just say we might do have to do three episodes on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try. I'll, tr- I'll try and I'll try and I'll try and uh, sort of surmise it for you, and then maybe you can kind of dig deeper in sections if you want to. Definitely. But but I um I used to sell uh, prestige real estate in Victoria, sort of boutique houses, ten to twenty five million dollars. And I had a wonderful life, you know. Some of the most successful uh, people in the in the country were my personal clients, and you know, I was an ambassador of a fashion label. My hair was sponsored. I was so up myself; it was next level, you know. And from the outside, I had you know a lot of what people kind of aspired to have, you know, the invites, the clothes, the money, the career. But I was actually. I was depressed, you know, and um, I was suicidal and it was a really lonely, uh, hard time for me, riddled with anxiety, Mm. riddled with depression. Anyway, so I had to make a decision on whether or not I would um, kill myself or quit. And, you know, just sort of, and what I mean by quit, I mean sort of just, you know, leave work, leave kind of the mainstream society and get away and work full time on kind of getting back to what life is about or even finding it in the first place. Mm. You know, which was a really scary thing to do because you have to give up a lot. And I, I was like, oh, you know, what do people think of me if I, you know, I'll never be able to get this job again and all that sort of stuff. And anyway, so I did. I quit and I moved to far north Queensland where I um, worked on myself and um, became a carer for my sister's kids because she was a bit sick at the time too. And um, uh, she needed some help. And out of that, um, you know, I recovered from my depression. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, how can I use my special skills and talents to help more people and be a great value and service to the world now that I'm awake. And I can, mm-hmm. you know, I've really, I can really embrace my authentic self now. Whatever it is mm-hmm. I can do, do I, I'm going to do. And I thought, well, if I could I put my passions together, which is science and art and spring water, then I could make this beverage that no one's ever done in the world before and I could hydrate the world with happiness and I could support causes that bring other men back from the brink. Mm. So yeah, I um, you know, I I um, that was called Frequency H2O, and I uh, invested my life savings, what was left of it, into research and development, and I wanted to make the world's best product. It was about making the finest beverages on earth, and went for a search around Australia for the best water I could, and attached my technology to a spring. And by the time I got to that stage, I was broken, homeless, and mm. you know, I had um, all I had to make was a Frequency H2O. And um, I bought a, with my last $200, bought a plane ticket to Sydney and uh, slept on the floor for four months and just put the water in a backpack and sold frequency H2O door-to-door of public transport. Mm. And, um, you know, I built my little dream from zero to 500 stores. And, um, you know, 2017, it was listed in Australia's top startups worth watching. And uh, this year I won the Global Awards in the USA and it's officially the best, the best in the world. And, you know, now I am uh, ambassador for the Wesley Mission Australia and also to Rotary Health Australia. And, you know, I'm starting to be able to, you know, build out my dream, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a real way. Mate, there's so much already a, a value in, in your story. And it is something that inspires me. There are, you're right, a few things I want to unpack and dig a little bit deeper with. Um, but before we do that, just as a, as a starting note, congratulations and thank you as well for for making that change but not only making that change for yourself but then looking about how you can contribute and give it back to others 
Um, I'm a massive believer that in order to change the world, we do it by um, helping ourselves first and then helping others. And I think your story is a perfect example of that. You know, even from the, from the start, I would like to unpack the whole idea of, you know, there's a massive difference between success and fulfillment. Oh, and it's yes. interesting hearing in your story because uh, I know so many people who pursue success and that's what we're taught to chase in society. And then we see it all the time in celebrities, in people that we look up to that from the outside, we go, wow, they have everything. But then behind the scenes and inside, they're not fulfilled. They're struggling. Um, talk us through that and how you got to that stage where you realized, okay, I'm at the point where I'm either going to kill myself or have to make change. Oh, what, 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 how, how was, what, to tell you about what, how do I got to, how I got to the point or how I recognize. How did you realize that? How did you see that? Uh, well, I was actually terrified that I was actually terrified that I was going to kill myself, you know, mm. and I was scared um, of my own humanity. I was just riddled with anxiety. I was, you know, and I was coping with drinking alcohol as well and, yeah. you know, painkillers and, you know, I was just, I could just, I could feel death creeping upon me. Mm. And, um, and, and uh, I was terrified of it. Mm. Um, and I, I guess I would just, um, you know, I had suffered depression in the past. It wasn't anything that was kind of like new to me, but it was mm. kind of back, you know? Um, and I, I, um, you yeah, know, it was just a breaking point where it was just, I was just terrified of my own potential to, to, to end it all, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm. And you, sp you speak a lot about, um, you know, going to finals Queensland and getting back in touch with yourself. And, and I, I love that you said, you know, I'm okay with being my authentic self now and showing up authentically. Do you think a large part of that early struggle and getting to that point, you know, depression, anxiety, and, and, you know, even having suicidal thoughts, do you think a lot of that came from sort of the, the masks that you were wearing and not being authentic with yourself? You know, I think that, you know, I actually think that um, a lot of it has to happen with the formative years, you know, yeah. not necessarily, you know, like, I mean, I'm not blaming anyone in particular, but, you know, you know, you, kids get like hammered, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're growing fast. There's th so many things are throwing being thrown at them. And particularly for me, you know, I was really harshly bullied from um, a very young age yes. and I was always a bit sensitive too, you know, like super creative, but dyslexic at the same time. Yeah. And I kind of felt like I would kind of was born with no skin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I was severely bullied, you know, and I had people, I, I was caught a, like I'm uh, going back, you know, 25, actually 30 years now. Mm. And, you know, the, the kids used to call me a fag and a faggot and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know what a gay person was. I was like six years mm -hmm. old, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I sort of grew up into myself thinking that I wasn't okay. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and, 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 and then that sort of continued into high school. And, you know, there was no one, there was no support in, in high school, you know, like for, you know, no, no, bullying wasn't a thing. Parent, teachers didn't really give a shit, you know, and um, there was no one to really kind of support me. So you just go into, into you know, straight from school into adulthood. You know, I didn't have any kind of like, um, uh, you know, I was incredibly like, talented for kind of like articulately and creatively, but not in an academic way. Yeah. And so, you know, I went head on into adulthood without really knowing what was going on. 
you know yeah. what I mean? And you all of a sudden get pummels with the realities of life and financial stress and careers and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I see it kind of really tumbling out from that, you know, mm-hmm. and never really getting a chance to go, hang on, well, who am I in all this? And, you know, what am I? And, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's kind of a, it's a long way of answering that question. But I think it started, you know, back then. Yeah, definitely. And so you found that, you know, giving yourself um, some space to explore those big questions, like who am I, what am I, what do I believe in, what do I stand for, what am I passionate about, what makes me happy, what makes me fulfilled. And we talk a lot about getting the space to do that emotionally, but in your case, you literally got the space to do that. You moved to another state, you left your career, you literally had the space physically and emotionally to start exploring those Yep. How did you begin to explore that? Because that can be quite a big process. And I know a lot of our listeners will be sitting there going, okay, I don't know the answers to those questions and I'm not fulfilled and I feel like I'm living, you know, definitely a, a bit of a lie or playing a bit of a role. How do I begin to explore those and have the space to get in touch with my authentic self? From your oh. personal experience, what did you find? Well, I, I just think it's, it's like the number one thing that anyone can do in life is is – uh, whatever the cost is that they think the co- whatever they think the financial cost is going to be need to take the time to get the you know to break away from all the responsibilities of like modern life like you know financial stress yeah. and you know worrying about you know what type of what luxurious roof they've got over their head or what type of clothes or shoes they have so they can just get out there and get back to the essence of the fabric of life and mm. you know being of service and you know, asking, I asked myself this question to the universe, you know, every single day I was like, universe, you know, show me how I can use my special skills and talents to help more people and mm. be a greater value and service to the world. And I would, it was like a prayer, like a mantra that I would say mm. all day. And I was like, show me how universe, show me. And, you know, and things would start to come to me, you know, and I would start working on this and that didn't feel right. And I start working on this, not so much that, you know what I mean? Until I came to this one, I was like, okay, this, this is it, you know, this is, mm. this is the one. And I think that because I had spent so much time, you know, asking for it to come in and yes. gave myself that physical space, you know, it was just so, um, the passion was just from such a core place, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was like, it was, it was like I was literally giving birth to something, you know, mm-hmm. it was just phenomenal. And I want to point out to our listeners too, there's something you said there just that sort of slipped, slipped in and I went, oh, that's actually very powerful. You know, the idea of, of knowing that sense of purpose and direction doesn't come from thinking about it. I love that you said, I tried my hand at this and it didn't feel right. So then I tried something else and that didn't quite feel right either. But then I tried this. You know, I think a lot of people get stuck in the overthinking rather yeah. than dipping their toes in and going, okay, well, let's give this a go. And see if it feels right. Well, and people say just... to me, how did you know you were going to be a coach? And I looked back and said, I didn't. <laughs> I came into this mm. by trying many, many different things, none of which quite felt right. But every single one led another stepping stone towards where I am now. And, and it's, we can hear that in your story as well. Mm, 100%. You know, I never in a million years back in the day when I was too busy, you know, worrying about my hair to, you know, you really kind of like you'd be conscious about what life could really be about. Yeah. Never in a million years would have thought that I would be, you know, creating beverages infused with the sound and light frequencies of love, the moon and rainbows with a, a vision to, to help other men or mm-hmm. humanity. You know what I mean? Like 
and, and own the number one beverage company in the world. Like it's, you know, I never, ever, ever, ever would have thought that was me. You know what I mean? Until I really gave myself the, the time to allow, give myself the permission to really yes. live my dreams, you yeah. know? Yeah, and then not only just to live them, but to to take action on them in the first place as well, right? And to redirect as you went. You know, I, I think a lot of people get stuck in that. Uh, oh well, it's easy for these guys to be talking about they're successful in what they're doing, and we I think we tend to overlook all the the hardships and struggles along the way and the missteps that all add up to this. Oh yes, so, so much so. Yeah, so it's 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 something really powerful to hear firsthand and go, well, hang on, you know, you didn't. You weren't born knowing that this is what you were going to do. You, you know, you fumbled and fell. And every time you fell, you got back up and readjusted. And this is what's led the way. I would love to know personally, and I know our listeners would love to find out, when you got that feeling, when you started doing this and you went, wow, this is, this is it. This is that sense of purpose. And I imagine it's a very similar feeling that I got the first time I started coaching people after I'd been coached for years and went, man, this is like, this is what I've been put here to do to help others through this methodology. And for you, it's helping others through what you're doing with frequency H2L as well as being an advocate for uh, mental well-being and emotional well-being. But when you got that feeling, how did you then know to go all in? Because your story reminds me, and this is, uh, I don't say this lightly. Have you seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith? I, I think I have seen it, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I have. So your story reminds me a bit of, of his, of you know, Chris Gardner's, the guy who just got the sense that he could be doing so much more for himself, his family and community and world as a whole. And when he dipped his toes in what he could do and use his special skills and strengths as a unique individual to make a difference, he went all in, like just risked, risked it all to go for it. And yeah. you did the same, mate. You said, you know, when you went for this, you put all of the remainder of your life savings into it, got to the point where you were broken, homeless, and then just it committed. Was, How did you like, know to do that? It was just, um, I just saw it as just the most wonderful celebration, mm. you know, of of just intergalactic proportions. You know what I mean? Not just from a you know, emotional perspective, you know, and, you know, for, 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 for myself and to be able to potentially help others, but also to, from a, um, you know, from a core product perspective as well, like in the actual product to be, you know, from, you know, to celebrate something as magnificent as water that so many people have so much contempt, contempt for, you know what I mean? Our water is just water and, you know, but for me, it was just like, no, this is like, it creates worlds, it destroys them and, or it all destroys them, you know, it's, it's, it's the giver of life. It takes it away and it's the most, you know, it's the most undervalued kind of chemical compound structure in the whole universe. And I thought, what, a, what an amazing way to celebrate. I'm going to give it sound and light therapy, you know, and sell it as premium beverages, you know, infuse mm. the water with the frequency of love or a rainbow and sell it as a, and, and as a drink. I just thought it was just like, just, it was like it needed to happen, you know, mm. like to, to, for someone to go and like shine a light on how, how important it is. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and I, and I, I just, it was just so deep in my gut. Like I remember in the early days when, you know, I was in Sydney trying with my backpack of water and I was catching the buses around and I was, it was in the middle of winter and I was just looked like, you know, like a homeless man. And, 
you know, I was in the back streets of like Double Bay and like Edgecliff and, you know, like trying to get buses and stuff with no money. And I didn't have any money for a sushi roll, but I was in tears of gratitude, you know, mm-hmm. for the blessing to live my life on purpose. Mm. And like, that's, that, that's all I can say is that, you know, just if you, when you're connected to your vision, it just, and your passion, like you're so enriched, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's phenomenal, you know, like, yeah. It was a phenomenal experience and still is. Yeah, and I think that's so beautiful to, as well to, you know, when you're living a life on purpose and aligned with your vision and values, it, it is so uplifting and fulfilling and so enriching beyond anything material, um, beyond oh. money, beyond status, beyond fame. It's so true and I think it's something that so many people are lacking. Yeah. Oh. You know, so life is really hard, you know, and people are doing jobs which are really are meaningless, mm. you know, not just to other people but to themselves. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you know, we often hear, uh, you know, an adage, you know, you might go to listen to a personal development, you know, series or go to a, uh, an event and they'll go, you know, what's your passion, you know, like, mm have the courage to, to live, to live your dreams. And, you know, like what is it that's deep down inside of you that, you know, that you wish you could do, but you, you don't, you, you won't allow yourself permission to do it because you just think it's too radical. You know, you think that, you know, you won't succeed or it's impossible. You know what I mean? That is exactly what you have to do. Mm. You're not for yourself, right. But for the world as a whole. Yeah. You know, and then imagine how much light would be in the world if everyone could live their passion and their dream. Mm. You know, it's why we believe, you know, at, at BU that the life of thriving is one that's infused with self-confidence and purpose, right? The clarity on what your purpose and passion is, but then also the self-confidence to do it and pursue it, even though it's scary as all hell. Um, totally. Man, and it- what, you, what you're doing is so important and it's just... Um, it's amazing what you're doing. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's a nice place to be and I'm relating so much to what you're saying about purpose, but I, I'd love to know because I know personally, um, firsthand in my story and a lot of our members that we've coached through building self-confidence and, and discovering their purpose in life and pursuing it, I like to say life throws a couple of curveballs and hurdles when you start to pursue your purpose. Almost, I like to think of it as a cheeky test of life going, go on, how bad do you really want this? Like, yeah. how bad do you actually want to live a life on purpose? Because uh, it's not easy, right? It's, oh, my God. It's so, so for you, what were the points? Where, you know, were there any distinct points where you made that change? You started pursuing it. You know, you moved to Sydney, you had your backpack full of water bottles where you went, where you questioned yourself, where you went, Oh, my goodness. Declan, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> such a great question. I mean, there were uh, so many so many times. Because you know that feeling in your gut that you have when you are – get to the edge of the cliff, you know what I yes. mean? And so that feeling is the, is the feeling that everyone knows. Everyone knows this feeling when they are, you know, when they want to take the leap, yep. you know, whether it be physical or mental, you know, that, that gut feeling is still there. Um, and, you know, there was so many times that when my, I almost, my gut almost fell off a cliff, you know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. I, I kind of became too super conscious of what I was doing and tried to get in my head about, you know, you know, questioning myself, you know, the product's so radical, um, you know, not making any money, you know, it's not, you know, people won't, people are going to stop supporting me, you know, someone, 
you know what I mean? Like all these things come up for you, you know, and, you know, I mean, and the universe threw up objections too. You know, I didn't have any money to produce stock with. I didn't even have a, a way. I didn't even have a trolley to will water around Sydney. I was carrying water around. Yeah. You know, I mean, my the label company that I had the when I got my first pallet, they ripped me off and they sent paper labels, you know, on a, on a water bottle. So they just broke and, you know, yeah. they just mushed in the fridge and, you know, like stock arrived damaged and damaged and, you know, I had to, I just, you know, so many times, you know, I was in a position where I thought, am I going to have the money to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to do that? Um, you know, and it was just sometimes it's, just, oh, you know, it's just so hard. Regulatory issues, you know, government issues. It's so hard to get a small business up, you know, and running mm-hmm. and then to make money and get ahead. And it's just it was, so many times that I think to myself, why am I doing this? You yep. know? <laughs> And, um, you know, I just fell back into the gratitude again and I was just like, wow, you mm. know, I'm the guy who gets to do this. Like that's just such an enormous privilege, you know. Mm. It's such a powerful way to look at it too, that idea of, you know, I'm the one who gets to do this, not I have to do this, you know, not I must do this or I should do this, but, you know, this is an opportunity that I'm grateful for. Oh. You know, imagine if everyone went to work like that in the morning rather than I have to go to work on Monday. It's like, wow, I'm so grateful that I get to be the one who gets to do this on yeah. Monday morning. It's, it's so cool, you know? That's yeah. amazing. That is so amazing. And I love as well the um, – you know, I'm a big believer that when we do start thriving and living a life infused with confidence and purpose, the next step is then to contribute. And I know that's been a big focus of yours and a frequency H2O from the start. Talk us through, um, you know, the, the changes and the movement that you're a part of in emotional and mental well-being in men in Australia. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's um, you know, it's, it was, it's hard because when, it, you know, from a financial perspective, it was like, oh, you know, what can I offer? You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at this point in time. And it wasn't really about being financially um, about – it was never about, this was never about me making money. You know what I mean? Like if I was about me making money, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't go for so many years without money. Do you, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, like I was like, oh, you know, I don't have anything I can give, you know, to, to um, you know, to just like financially to support causes. And, but I have so much to give, you know what I mean? Like I can, you know, um, speak on behalf of other people who have, you know, suffered and, rec- and and inspire them to recover, you know, and I can work with places like Mission Australia and go and insp- speak to, you know, people inside, you know, their facilities and, you know, try and inspire them and, you know, as an ambassador for, you know, um, um, uh, the Lift the Lid campaign with um, Rotary Australia, I get to deal with, you know, get to speak to, to, to kids in, in vulnerable positions that are looking, f- you know, for inspiration and light into their life and, um, you know, there's an amazing other organisation uh, called Walk and Talk who um, this gentleman, um, Shannon Nevin, um, has put groups around all over Australia. Every Sunday they walk and um, with, with their mates and, you know, they ins- try and enlist other people in the community, you know, from a grassroots level to if, if, if someone's feeling isolated or sad or, or suffering from depression, then come and walk with them, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. You know, which is just a fabulous initiative, and um, and you know, the Banksia Project, which is another uh, mental health 
campaign that you know I'm scratching the surface on at the moment too. So there's other there's lots of ways that I can you know um, you know that I'm contributing what I can you know. But I I look forward to kind of like being able to roll up my sleeves more and you know contribute to those organisations at a larger scale, whether it be fundraising or financial sponsorship. Um, you know that would be wonderful. You know. Yeah, it's such a beautiful thing you're doing, mate. And honestly, like I could spend days on end and and episodes on end just talking to you about the finer things in life not materialistically but the finer things in i think what you and i both agree is actual living and actual thriving and yeah i do want to say from the bottom of my heart again thank you so much for for coming on board today and for volunteering your time it's bloody flown i just looked at the recording i'm like my god we're almost half an hour in um, it feels like it's been five minutes, <laughs> so we're definitely going to have to have you on the podcast again. But, but before we do wrap it up, I always ask uh, our guest speakers who come on, if someone's listening to this and they're really resonating with you and your story, what would you say are sort of the three take-home messages? If you could only give people three messages from, from your story and your experience, what would they be? Wow, I would suggest that um, the biggest things that anyone can do is um, is is um, you know take the time. You know what I mean. Allow themselves mm-hmm. the space. You know, yeah. like you know to 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 get to know who you are and allow for that passion to come into your life because you're not conscious of it probably at the moment. You know, yeah. so take time to get conscious. And you know, another thing would be to um, lose the need to um for other people to kind of like give you a sense of who you are yep you know um so like what how how can i articulate that in a better way um you know don't let other people's opinions rule you you know yes. and the chances are that the, your friends don't even want you to succeed <laughs> no. yeah so probably get new friends if you're in, if, you're, <laughs> if if you're if this is resonating with you, you probably need new friends. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're not in around. Australia where tall poppy syndrome is such a big thing. Well, you know, like you know, if 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 the people aren't encouraging you to be your best you, then uh, you know, then you need to find better better people. You know, you're better off being by yourself. Yep. <laughs> um, what was the third thing that I would suggest? Um, just you know, find that passion and like that that what sets your soul on fire and mm. run to it like your ass is on fire. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love that. I love that so much. So mate, honestly, thank you so much again for being on and sharing um, some of your story and your insights. I know our listeners will get so much value out of this and, and already are getting so much value out of this. I will say for anyone who wants to reach out and connect with you more and follow the frequency H2O movement as it uh, hydrates the world with happiness how would they Thank best you. do that? Where would they best be able to connect with you? Well, they can connect with me. They can, they can, they can find, um, they can uh, reach me on my website, findmyfrequency.com. Yep. Uh, connect with me on Instagram um, at Frequency H2O and Facebook. Or, you know, they can shoot me a personal email, um, stirred at findmyfrequency.com. And, um, you know, I would, I would be thrilled to connect with anyone that, um, that, that is willing. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, mate. Honestly, thank you so much again. It's uh, I'm a bit bummed that we've uh, 
reached the end of the interview and the end of the podcast. I'd... Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, Declan. Mate, anytime. Looking forward to catching up in person again real soon. And uh, yeah, have an amazing day. Thank you, buddy. Okay, bye. Bye. What an absolutely incredible and inspiring man. Honestly, I highly encourage everyone who listened to that interview to reach out to uh, Frequency H2O and to Sturt and to follow his journey and his progress as he continues to hydrate the world with happiness. To everyone listening to this, as always, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for choosing to invest in yourself and your well-being. Now, it's putting your time into something is shouldn't be overlooked. I think time is our most important asset and our most valuable asset. And for you to invest the time into yourself, your own personal development and growth and your own well-being by listening to this podcast is something that should be commended. So congratulations and thank you. Next week, we'll be coming back with another life-changing podcast. We have some amazing guest speakers lined up for the rest of the year. But until then, as always, be empowered, be exceptional, and be you.